On Thursday, Russia invaded Ukraine. Russian forces began mobilizing over two months earlier. Hopeful commentators speculated that this was just a tense period which would end with Russia demobilizing. During the long diplomatic window, representatives of Western governments took turns to visit Moscow and apparently negotiate with Putin's regime. Their appeals were summarily rejected. Russia toyed with them, and they should have felt humiliated. Divisions between Western governments and NATO's refusal to protect any of Ukraine, gave Russia the impression that there would not be severe consequences for invading Ukraine. However, the idealism of Western governments was the biggest barrier to an agreement. Since the war began, Putin's sanity has been questioned. There are some who argue that Putin has always been mad, and that he has always been intent on rebuilding Russia's empire. The facts which tell a different story, are being ignored by Western politicians and commentators. That deliberate ignorance could cost Ukraine its independence. In 2008, Russia fought Georgia for South Ossetia and Abkhazia. President Sarkozy of France was able to negotiate a ceasefire, and the war ended with Russia gaining South Ossetia and then Abkhazia. The rest of Georgia remains independent to this day. In 2014, Russia occupied Crimea, and separatists supported by Russia occupied part of Donbas. At the time, there was instability in Ukraine following a revolution. There were concerns about other regions like Kharkiv and Odessa would fall to separatists supported by Russia. Had Putin wanted to, he could have sent Russian forces to try to secure more of Ukraine. Instead, he left two so-called People's Republics to secure what they could. They could not even secure all the territory they have claimed. Prior to the current war, Russia said it did not want to occupy the whole of Ukraine. Perhaps that was true. Perhaps there could have been a deal under which Russia was able to take the Donbas and the rest of Ukraine would be free. Even if Russia insisted on controlling a much larger part of Ukraine, the West could have insisted on the independence of the parts of Ukraine which belonged to other countries before the Second World War. In an ideal world, the whole of Ukraine should be free. Four-fifths of the people in the regions claimed by the so-called People's Republics, voted to be independent from Russia in 1991. The determined resistance of the Russian speakers in those regions and other regions of eastern Ukraine, suggests that they do not want to be part of Russia. In the real world, if Russia decides that some parts of Ukraine should not be free, it is up to the West to negotiate with the aim of securing freedom for as much of Ukraine as possible. The Ukrainian people do not want to be divided into two or three countries. Nor did the Germans or the Koreans after the Second World War. Back then however, Western decision-makers understood that dividing a country in two was better than fighting a war which may lead to the whole country being subjected to the tyranny of a regime friendly to Russia. The Ukrainians are bravely fighting the Russian invaders. Russia had not expected such fierce and determined resistance. The West's unity has slowly strengthened, so sanctions can be imposed on Russia that are tougher than were expected. Courageous Russians are risking their lives, peacefully protesting against the invasion of Ukraine. We can hope that the resolve of the Ukrainians convinces Russia to limit its territorial demands, and that most of Ukraine will emerge from this war free from Russian influence. Opposition to the war from Russian politicians, celebrities and oligarchs may also lead us to hope that this is the beginning of the end of the Putin regime, and that his regime is replaced by one which accepts the independence of neighboring countries.